Get ready for your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation from spiritual entrepreneurs that carry the love and experience to help you find happiness regardless of how your morning starts. Sit back with a coffee or tune in during your morning commute and manifest with us. You're listening to Inspirational Morning with your host, Victoria Scanlon. Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 26 of Inspirational Morning with me. I am so excited to talk to you guys. I took about a month off. Life's been just kind of crazy. I've had a lot going on. I've been working a lot. And Sterling is growing up incredibly quickly. So I was just kind of taking a few weeks to rest and relax. I often find that I need to do so every so often. I go, go, go for a few months and then just kind of crash and need to break for a little bit. And... As planned, I'm starting back up at the end of April, beginning of May. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. A few updates. Uh, I'm getting ready to send out real estate postcards so that I can have passive lead generation going on while I work on other things. I also just got my business cards and they look absolutely amazing. I've been waiting for these to come in for a very long time. So I'm really excited uh, to have my real estate business cards to give out in every single way possible. I also just ordered the baby's food. He has about six months left before 12 months when he switches to a toddler formula, or most babies switch to regular milk. But I searched all around the entire world to find the right formula. I wanted it to be soy-free, dairy-free, plant-based, and without the 54% sugar and corn syrup that every single American-made formula has. So there wasn't anything like that available anywhere, but I found it in Australia, and it's a new company that started up about a year or two ago. Every single time they stock up, they stock with millions of products, and it sells out very quickly, so it was kind of hard to get a hold of the last year. And also because it's coming from Australia, it's going to cost me a lot of money. So I just spent about $1,300 to feed him for the last six months of his infancy. And that's fine with me. But it was about $1,600 AUD. But that translates to about $1,300 USD, which I was really excited to find that out because I thought I was going to spend $1,600 American money. And it turned out once I got the invoice and my account showed that it was actually $400 less than that in American dollars, which was amazing. I also contacted the company and said, hey, I'm trying to purchase bulk. Is there any way that I can get a bulk deal? So they gave me 25% off for 40 cans, which will feed him just about with other food about six months, which is perfect. And uh, they also gave me a better deal on DHL bulk shipping. So I'm pretty excited about that. I've also been going to the gym to kind of work on myself, feel a little bit better, do some weightlifting and toning. But 99% of why I've been going to the gym is just to spend time with my dad and hang out with him because otherwise I don't really have a lot of time to hang out with him. I feel like I see my mom more. I want to spend as much time as possible with my dad So going to the gym when he offered was a really good opportunity. I only have about an hour time blocked each time we go, but end up staying for about an hour and a half just to hang out and talk. We work out, we feel better, whatever. He goes all the time without me and I might start going on my own time as well for about 35 minutes, but it's been really cool to see and talk to my dad most definitely. So that's why I've been doing that. 
Uh, and updates with Sterling, too. He's starting to stand up. He's getting so big. He's starting to crawl. He said his first two words, which I tried so hard to make dad or dada, because I feel like most babies can say dada way faster. And he ended up starting with mama, which is so cute. I was very excited. I'm not usually one to like get excited. You know what I mean? Like when you get a gift or something cool happens, I'm not really the one to be like, oh my gosh, but I definitely did. I, <laughs> I was squealing a little bit. I was very excited. And then his next word, he said like the very next day and it was Baba. Two very similar words, easy for him to pick up, same mouth movement and everything. So he says mama and Baba. I was so excited. And the last update I have for you guys is that I quit my job at Basil Pizza. Long story short, not giving you guys too much information about something that doesn't matter to your life. My manager was a very egocentric type of guy. And even though I showed up for every single shift, never called off, I did my job, I stayed late and helped people, and I made a lot less mistakes than a lot of other people that I worked with, I still, for whatever reason, was told to leave at least twice a week. So I ended up deciding after feeling like I just kind of felt yesterday, it literally just happened, I felt very dreadful of the idea of going to work. I felt anxious, drained, tired, upset, kind of depressed. And I've already been struggling with postpartum depression just a little bit, which most moms do. And I just kind of felt like that making it worse was something I don't need to deal with. I have four other jobs and I can always apply for other jobs, which I have been doing. So yeah, I don't work at Basil Pizza anymore and that's totally fine. So I've been going full-time with real estate, um, working on NFTs and cryptocurrency investing, which I've always done for six years, and putting more time towards other jobs that I have been doing for the last few years and last few months, and it's pretty fun. It's nice to be back at home for just a little bit, and we'll see where the world takes me. I think change is inevitable right now, as you'll find out throughout this podcast, and I think it was a healthy change for me. Getting into the podcast, we are currently in a new moon in Taurus, one of my favorites. The body parts being affected are our neck, our throat, Adam's apple, thyroid, and vocal cords, so definitely the throat chakra. You're going to be focusing on blues and proper communication, um, healthy communication mostly, I feel like. The crystals and food that you can utilize right now, that being said, would be lapis lazuli to promote communication and stimulate mental clarity. Aquamarine will help clear the mind and encourage honesty. Amazonite will help promote emotional balance and protect against negative emotions. I would definitely say after reading that that those would be very useful to me right now. I'm going to have to go through my crystal collection. It's all kind of boxed up right now after moving to Perrysburg. I'm amazed. I haven't pulled that out of its boxes just because I haven't found a comfortable space yet in this house for all my crystals to go just because I have cats and a ton of plants. So I might take this as an opportunity to remember to go through all those, especially to find those crystals because those would be very beneficial to me right now. The foods that you could use to help that area of the body right now are blueberries, coconut water, lemon, honey, and herbal teas. Very obviously, blueberries have anthocyanin in them. Coconut water is extremely hydrating. 
Lemon, honey, and herbal teas are very detoxifying. We are currently, whew, fun, fun. We are currently experiencing or going to experience a solar eclipse in Taurus. It is also called a black moon because it is happening when the moon is fully dark as it is during a new moon. And as you know, solar eclipses happen when the moon blocks the sun as it passes. And it being a new moon makes it all the more special. It heightens the energy like a lot. Eclipses often bring on events that we remember forever for some people. It's marriages or job changes or whatever. Uh, it is often an unexpected and unplanned events of transition from one thing's ending to another beginning. Solar eclipses tend to be more joyous and exciting as we expand to new horizons. Lunar eclipses can tend to be the opposite, but right now, luckily, <laughs> thank God, we are in a solar eclipse. As I said, bring goodness. They bring joy, positive change. Eclipses can remind us to surrender to the flow of the universe and accept that change has come. Instead of focusing on manifesting right now, it is highly recommended as the energy is more chaotic to focus on listening to the universe and trusting your intuition to guide you where you are meant to be or where you need to be. I always talk about manifesting here, you know, working on manifesting your desires, showing gratitude, things like that. But instead, this is a really good time to just hone in, calm down, not focus on manifesting and stressing about bringing things to fruition that you feel you need. Just listen, breathe, follow your intuition. At their very nature, eclipses bring on events that were absolutely meant to happen, like no matter what. So we are often pushed out of our comfort zone and see a lot of transformation. I tend to notice that this is a very stressful thing for most people and most do not like change just in my circle of people. Uh, they tend to get very uncomfortable when things change. They are comfortable with the way that things are. They find their comfortability and they stay in it. They hobble in it and they like it. I'm definitely different. I am definitely a soul of change. I thrive on it. I often change the scenery in my life, my environment, my jobs, my day-to-day -day things. And it's so funny because I thrive completely on structure and schedules and habits, but I also thrive on change. So I am often restructuring the organization and planning of my life. So I have to keep this very, <laughs> this very careful balance of being organized and structured and planned, but also changing it up when I need it. And it works for me. I mean, hey, I get things done. I make good money. You know, I don't know. It works. But I definitely thrive on change, whereas I see a lot of people in my life are battling change whenever it comes. They don't like it. They're uncomfortable with it. Uh, and it's really not so bad, I promise. Especially right now, being a solar eclipse and a retrograde, it's energies are heightened. It's a good thing. And you can trust in your intuition and trust that it's you're being guided to where you're meant to be. So while change can be uncomfortable and stressful, I promise you it's totally okay. And ironically, there's so much going on right now. We're in a new moon in Taurus. We're in a solar eclipse. And we're also under a Pluto retrograde as of today for the next few weeks. 
And what that means under the Pluto retrograde is that communication is heightened and it moves quickly and fluidly over the next few weeks. Again, major changes may be illuminated on a personal level as it is a time of ultimate transforming through diving into your shadows, wounds, and anything unhealed to release what isn't working for you. We talk about this a lot as well as manifesting. You can't really move forward when you're holding on to the darkness that you've like shoved into yourself and just kind of let go. Right now is a really good time to dive into what's uncomfortable and what's stuck work through it, meditate through it, let it go, come to terms with things, release it, and find where you want to go right now. The do's and don'ts of Pluto retrograde. Do focus on yourself. Do do whatever it takes to heal. Figure out what you truly want. Reflect on making necessary changes in your life. Confront what has been suppressed within yourself, as I just said. Face your flaws and your fears. That's something I've been struggling with recently. Well, struggling and also doing well with. It's a balance of being anxious of my flaws and also accepting them and moving forward and trying to figure out what I can do to help them. So I guess that ironically perfectly coincides with my own suggestions right now. Also, do not hold on to old and bad habits. And embrace a rebirth of life. Don't shame yourself. Don't repeat toxic patterns. Don't resist dramatic changes. I've said a hundred times already in the last 14 minutes that change is eminent right now and we can trust that it is a good one. And don't chase the approval of others. It's kind of ironic to me because I see everything that I just said is so coincidental to what I'm going through because I'm experiencing every single bit of it. With work especially, I want everyone at work to approve of me and to get along with them. My manager especially, I wanted the approval of my manager. And by quitting, I didn't want anybody to not like me or not approve of me. However, it was affecting my mental health because things were going the way that they shouldn't go. Everything happens for a reason, but there's certain levels of morals and respect that you should keep for coworkers and your workers as a manager, and it was not happening. There's so many stories I could tell you, but it is not relevant to this podcast. So it's just kind of funny to me to remind myself through my own podcast to calm down not chase the approval of those people and just know that I am comfortable within myself. I know I'm a good person and a good employee and things are meant to happen as they need to and things will be okay. Because if there's one thing I've always learned, and this is useful advice for you as well, is that the universe has my back and the universe has your back, you know? If things aren't meant to happen, they're not gonna. If things aren't meant to continue, they're not going to. And if you're meant for better, the universe is going to put you to better. And I had a deep, freaking, thick ball of dread going to work. And that right there is the universe saying, hey, it's time to move from this for a minute and try something different. I got you. You'll be fine. There are quite a few questions that I suggest asking yourself to reflect properly. This is a good exercise during the Pluto retrograde. And... 
you could deliberately take these questions and ask them to your tarot deck if you practice tarot. You could also just journal them. You could also just meditate on them, reflect on them. Any way that you like to reflect, go ahead. Uh, tarot cards are one of my favorites, so I will be utilizing these questions myself as I usually do the exercise I tell you to do. It'd be hypocritical otherwise. <laughs> um, so I will be taking my tarot deck, whichever one I find will be useful at the time, and I will be asking myself these questions. I do recommend that you do the same. Number one, how can I hold space during Pluto retrograde to unravel hidden truths that I need to know? Number two, while Pluto is in retrograde, what area of my life do I need to surrender control of in order to see faster growth? Number three, how can I harness the energy of retrograde to purge relationships that have unhealthy power dynamic? Four, how can I tap into the potent medicine of the retrograde of tr for transformation and healing? And five, what blessings will emerge from Pluto being in retrograde? I know you can't necessarily remember these just from me reading them once, so I will be putting them in the description below of the podcast, whatever platform you're watching on, whether it's the link to the podcast website or Apple Podcasts or whatever other platform you find this on, I will have that in the description so you can find every single one of these questions, write them down, screenshot them, whatever's useful for you to reflect and use them. But I highly recommend it. I mean, this is a time where I already mentioned multiple times looking in and reflecting within yourself, trusting in the power of yourself in the universe, trusting in your intuition to guide you where you're meant to be. And Pluto retrograde, the eclipse and the new moon are all here having your back, putting good energy out there for positive transformation. So this is a really, really good time to reflect and move forward differently. I will be using those questions for sure. Always remember, you have a beautiful heart and everything you need resides within you. You just have to trust and believe in it. Don't be afraid of the loving parts of yourself that others didn't love. You know what I mean? Let me re-say that. Do not be afraid of loving the parts of yourself that others didn't. That's what I was trying to say. Don't forget to be good to yourself and put yourself first. Be your own biggest cheerleader. Be your own best friend. At the end of the day, you are all you've got. And if you don't have your own back when times are tough, I mean, who else will? You know what I mean? Today's affirmation is exactly that. I put trust in my intuition and am being guided to the greatest version of myself. And I'll say that again, as I always do. Say it with me. Take a deep breath. I'll take one with you. <sighs> I put trust in my intuition and I'm being guided to the greatest version of myself. You know, it's funny that I tell you to take a deep breath and then I'll do it with you. I've been doing that with my son. He is at the age where he started having temper tantrums occasionally. He cries if he wants picked up and he's chilling somewhere or he's bored or it's time for bed or whatever. So sometimes I'll just go up to him because he's getting more and more cognitive and I'll have him look at me and I'll just start breathing. I'm just like, okay, Sterling, look. And I'll move my hands up and down with the motion of breathing and I'll go. And I'll do that like six or seven times with him watching me. And he, while not being cognitive enough, grown enough to deliberately start breathing with me, 
he still stops crying, calms down, watches me, wonders what I'm doing, and then smiles at me after a few breaths. So I think over time, he'll be able to fully have a deeper understanding of what I'm doing in meditating and having breathing exercises. I mean, he's just an infant, but it still works. He still calms down and focuses and looks at me and we can move forward without him having a huge temper tantrum. So already that is a really good piece of advice for children. I don't know how long that will last with him. I do believe and hope that me practicing that with him from such an early age will help with temper tantrums in the future. But it's kind of funny that I just did that with you guys because it reminded me of doing that with him. And I was at the doctor the other day, speaking of Sterling, we were at the doctor, what is it, Saturday? We were there yesterday morning, actually. So this is very recent. And it was a six-month checkup where we get to tell her any concerns we have or any milestones that he's reached. The only two concerns we had, side point, were his eye pupils being different sizes at all times. And then he flaps his hands and wrists all the time, so we're watching that as well. But milestones he's reached are that he's trying to feed himself with his own spoon. He's now eating baby teether biscuits and real food. We were talking about baby led weaning and how I can properly start that and implement it most times of the day. He is sitting up, reaching forward and recentering himself in a sitting position. He is almost fully crawling, almost. He's moving around. He said his first two words. Like, he's cognitive. He can press buttons. He can spin stuff. Like, he is a smart baby. So, when we have these conversations with the doctor, I explain to her all the things that I let him do himself. Like, if he drops a toy, I don't pick it up for him. If he drops the toy, I'm going to let him figure out how to get to the toy and get himself sitting back up and comfortable because how is he going to learn those skills if I pick up his toy for him every single time? So he's not one of the babies that sits there and cries if he drops a toy. He just figures it out. He also, as soon as I started feeding him, started trying to feed himself. So I immediately just implemented, hey, you can feed yourself. That's totally fine. And he doesn't have the motion of scooping food yet, but I also haven't necessarily worked with him on it. He also... I don't know. There's so many things that I just let him do himself. You know what I mean? So he's very self-sufficient already as an, a six-month-old baby. And when I explain these things to her, she's like, holy crap, calm down almost. Because she's like, I don't even, I don't even have my kids doing these things. He's so independent. You're really just like off the bat, totally teaching him everything possible. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't necessarily see a problem with that. I'm teaching him to drink from regular cups already, so he doesn't necessarily need sippy cups. I'm just teaching him things that he needs to eventually learn as soon as possible because he's capable. You know what I mean? I believe truly that he's capable of learning the tasks that you teach a one and two year old as a six month old because he's just that smart. She was, like, very surprised, like, calm down, holy crap, you really are just, like, letting him grow up. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, he's not going to be a baby forever, and I want him to be self-sufficient in certain ways, and I don't always have to pick things up for him or 
feed him or, you know, give him sippy cups or baby bottles. Like if he learns these skills early on, it's a good skill to have. And it saves me time and energy in the future when he's older. He's if he's smart enough, he's gonna he's gonna learn it. And I also started picking him up like 12 month old toys and 16 month old toys just because I think he's ready. There's this little drum set I'm going to get him where there's uh, like drumsticks and little drum pads and he can drum on it. And I think he's ready for that toy, even though it says 12 months. So there's a lot of things that I just let him do. I'm not trying to keep him a infant forever. You know what I mean? He can learn because he's smart enough. We've also been learning sign language, too. That might have been part of what really got her, too. We've been working on sign language for, hmm, I'd say about a month now, where I, what do we work on? I work on food, baba, which is drink in sign language, more, please, play, mom, dad, and I think that might be it. And I signed it as I said those words. But you guys obviously probably don't know. And if you do, that's awesome. Um, I can't show you the way what sign language is for those words. But I've been working with him for quite a while on it. And he's starting to recognize the associations. And he's not necessarily signing back at me yet. Although I think it'll only take about another month and a half for him to start doing so. Um, there was one time already where he was laying down and he was hungry. So he like put his hand in a fist and he signed food. He was hungry. And I don't know if it was an accident or not, but after he signed that, I asked him, are you hungry? And then he started yelling at me as he does as yes, yes, give me food. So it, I mean, coincidental, but I think it might be starting to work, but he's very smart. I think it's okay to teach your baby as soon as possible. He doesn't have to be a baby that just lays there at all times. Like we engage him, we teach him, we work with him as much as humanly possible because one, I want to spend as much time with him as possible. Two, I want him to be as intelligent as possible. I don't expect him to be dumb. I don't expect to not put the time into him to be smart. And I don't see why not. I mean, I don't have to wait till 12 months or a year and a half to learn certain skills if I think he's ready so it was really cute because she was surprised and like wow he's really advanced I was like yeah I mean I'm hoping so <laughs> but yeah Sterling's doing really good I'm having a baby is the coolest freaking thing and I know I have a lot of mothers and fathers who listen to this podcast and you can agree. I know, I already know that you can because when you have a kid, it's like the most beautiful thing ever. And even as somebody who, as I've said before in this podcast, did not expect to have children and did not want to have children, I am so incredibly grateful that I at the very least had him because it is the coolest thing in the world to experience such love for someone or something and just to experience a new person and new soul experiencing everything for the first time and second and third and fourth and fifth time like everything is new everything's ex exciting and beautiful and to see him going from this tiny little infant that screamed for 12 hours a day as a colicky baby for the first month to walking around communicating understanding what we're saying and responding and playing with toys and just learning different milestones is just so cool and I tell Tyler all the time, I cannot wait until he's a toddler because I want him to be talking in full sentences and playing and running around and having a good time. And there are so many fun things you can do with a toddler. So I am just so excited 
for that stage. And everyone always says, I'm sure some of you said it to yourself, yeah, honey, you're, you think that now. It's not going to be as fun when he's actually a toddler getting into everything in his sight and running around and being crazy and asking tons of questions all day and throwing temper tantrums. I totally get it. But for me, hey, I still think that's fun. <laughs> there are measures to take to make sure he's safe and happy. And I just think I'm going to really enjoy it. And what's so crazy to me is like, I finally, after years and years of looking at cute toddler foods, get to actually make him cute lunches. <laughs> Out of everything about being a parent, one of my most exciting things is making cute children meals and lunches and snacks. Like I'm already making his food from home, his purees and stuff. I'm going to be making snacks from home because I already do that for Tyler and I anyways. Making his juices from home, like... It's the most exciting part to me is food, and I'm obsessed with food, and he already is as well. So like mother, like son, he's going to love the food I make him, that's for sure. So yeah, that's just cool. But I am going to continue my work day. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Anybody who has been listening in who saw this episode pop up and clicked on it and has listened and is still here 30 minutes later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and this community of people who want to be more aware of themselves and the reality around them, manifest a beautiful, happy life, find more joy in the things that we do and experience, and follow the cycles of the moon and energy and stars to be in tune with our world and ourselves and our own energy and create beautiful things. I'm very grateful for all of you, no matter what you practice, believe in, or whatever your intentions are for this podcast or listening in. Thank you so much for being a part of it. You are a homie. I'm grateful to be able to speak to every single one of you. I'm incredibly grateful for those of you that have reached out to me via any of the outlets available to communicate with me say something about your own personal review of the podcast, etc. I'm so happy when I get to communicate with you guys and put a face to the listeners that I see on the statistics. The thousands of people that listen to the podcast, I love putting a face to them. So thank you when you reach out. Uh, speaking of that, you can always reach out to me. My real estate cell phone number and email are down in the link below the the podcast description below. If you ever, if you ever or someone you know ever needs a Northwest Ohio realtor, I'm always available. You can always contact me for Pseudo Farm. We always have in stock CBD products, ingestible tinctures, um, salves for pain or um, headaches or skin disorders or tattoos, etc. We have lots of things available for that outlet as well. My contact information for Pseudo Farm and real estate are always available as well as my Instagram handle. You guys can always reach out to me for whatever reason. I love when you do. And the one thing I really want to ask of you guys by the end of this podcast is to review us on whatever platform you're watching on, especially um, Apple Podcast is the most helpful. If you guys could leave a review, whatever you think, whether it's good or bad, all input is beneficial for me. And getting reviews on the podcast help push us to more souls and people who want to hear us and speak with us, mostly me. 
Um, and I would very much appreciate it. I love hearing from you guys. So with that being said, I want to say have a wonderful new moon. Please follow the tides of the energy of the new moon eclipse and retrograde. I know it's a lot right now, but it's a good amount of a lot. Like it's all good things pushing you forward where you need to go. The universe has your back. As I always say, whether you realize it does or not, and sometimes we forget, things are happening the way they are meant to and the tides of change and transformation right now are a good thing no matter what. So hone in on yourself, center, refocus, breathe, focus on what you need, what you have suppressed, and move forward with intention and positivity. You are uncomfortable because you are at the precipice of who you were and who you're becoming. So say yes to the discomfort and dive. And thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys next week.